friend, there are some lessons in life that we just have to learn. Let's talk about a few of them and how they can make your life even better. Stick around. My name is Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I have promised transparent and honest conversations about life with guests that have experienced enough life to tell the story. And this week, y'all, I'm so excited to have with us Miss Constance Darby, all right? She is a faith-filled and focused about doing her Heavenly Father's business. She's the author of Lessons I've Had to Learn. She shares lessons from various stages and seasons of her life. But in addition to sharing her personal stories in print, She's a motivational speaker and doesn't hesitate to share God's word anywhere and everywhere that she goes. Y'all, I'm so excited that Constance has joined the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited, y'all. So, as I mentioned, the podcast is all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. So how would you define joy? So I would define joy as finding that place where you are comfortable in who you are, living your life unashamedly, and also honoring and glorifying God. So it's like a threefold thing for me, being comfortable with who you are and living unashamedly with that. And then at the same time, honoring and glorifying God. That's what I see joy as. So when did you realize that joy was this kind of three segmented <laughs> stool, if we had to say? Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know when I realized it or put a pin on it or defined it for me. But I would say over time, that's what for me has made me feel that joy. It's making sure that those three points are kind of checked in my life where it doesn't matter what's going on around. It doesn't matter who accepts you or doesn't accept you. As long as you are comfortable in who you are and also honoring and glorifying God. For me, that that's what brings me joy. Mm. And when did you identify what makes you comfortable and authentic to you absolutely first of all when i'm sleeping good at night (laughs) (laughs) i mean when when i have it's just a peace and it's a peace in knowing that we're only here for a limited amount of time you and i have something in common because last year in august we both lost our grandmothers Mm -hmm. and so when you look at life and and they were blessed to live a very long Mm -hmm. time thank god But when you look at life and how short it is, even in the 80, 90, however many years, it's like you want to put as much as you can in life Mm -hmm. because it's not going to be here always. And so for me, when I begin to realize and and understand how short our life is, I want every day to be filled with joy regardless of what's happening, regardless of who is there and who is not there, regardless of situations that I may not 
feel like I want to experience, I still want to have joy because I know that my heavenly father is in control of all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Especially in situations like grief where it's hard to necessarily pinpoint joy in those moments. Yes. Yes. In the sadness and in the, in the devastation. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard to identify joy, but when it's rooted, when your faith exactly and your foundation is rooted in God, who is in control Absolutely. of everything, sometimes that's all you need is to know God is in control. This isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I would have ever asked for. Exactly. But then you compare to the moments where God has given you things that you could have never asked for. Come on. It's like, oh, so I can't accept that and then not accept this part of life. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what that's what brings me joy. Just knowing that he is in control and that as long as I am walking in his will, in the center of his will, I know it sounds so cliche, but for me, it's so real Because as long as I'm walking in the path that he has already predestined and living out that, that's joy. And it doesn't matter, like I've said already, what's going on around. It doesn't matter who accepts it. It, I mean, none of those things matter as long as you know you are doing what you are called and purposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Called and purposed to do. Have you identified what you've been called and purposed to do? That is such a loaded question because things begin to evolve. You know, I love that your podcast is called Joy on the Journey. And as I was even thinking about that, it's like life is a journey. And so there have been seasons where I've been so gung-ho and I've been feeling it. And then there are seasons where it's like I feel the purpose shifting and the purpose changing. And I think all of that is important. We, We live in this society where it looks like, you know, it has to look this way yeah. and it has to be this way. Um, but yes, I feel like my purpose, even though I might not be doing the same things I once was doing, it's still the same. I still enjoy writing books. I'm actually in the process of writing another book. I oh. cannot wait. Um, I'm also, I love to speak. I love to, to uh, give the word of God, as you said earlier. And you know, one thing that I've learned in this season is that when you, when you are called to give God's word, sometimes you're in a season where you just study in God's mm-hmm. word. And I wake up in the mornings and in this season, what am I called to do? And what am I purpose to do? I'm called and purpose in this season to glean and learn and study and spend time with the word. Because when it's time for me to deliver the word, I have to have something stored up on the yeah. inside of me. And so that is what I'm called to do. And now um, I'm actually called to be a wife. Hello. <laughs> Just got married about three weeks ago. And so that's a part of my journey. And that's a part of my call. All of them are a part of my journey and a part of my calling. So let's dig deeper into your journey. Okay. Specifically in this season of your life. Um, But before we get into this season, I want to talk about a couple topics in your first book. And I wonder, how did you recognize that you were learning those lessons in order to even prepare for the book? Like, were you journaling? You know, that's a good question. So I believe that the lesson is learned 
after you experience the lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we're going through different situations and difficulties or, you know, in the book I talk about friendships, I talk about work, I talk about a relationship, I talk about so many different things. And honestly, life has still happened since that book has been written. So there is still more lessons that I've learned even since that book. But I don't feel like you learn them until after Mm -hmm. you know that's why even in the word it says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and so even in that it's like it's after you go through it and you begin to look back and say oh I learned something through that it wasn't comfortable um I didn't like it and a lot of times those lessons are in in seasons where it's difficult where there's storms where there's grief as we talked about and so it wasn't while I was going through it that I learned it. Mm. It's when I look back and say, oh, I'm stronger because I experienced that or I'm better because I experienced that or I've come through that with a lot more knowledge and a lot more experience. And so now that's a lesson I've learned. That's like a, a tool in my tool belt where I can look back on that and, and begin to use that for the future. And so even in, I think about one of the stories in the book or chapters in the book is about passing my CPA exam. Now that, that is probably my most difficult journey, my most difficult test, literally, (laughs) literally and figuratively. Okay. And so in that it has helped me. It has helped others. It has come back and helped me. I look at it not only as I can pass any test, but the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. and the goodness of God. And I can use that just that one situation in so many different aspects and facets of my personal life. And then I hear how it helps others when they're going through different seasons and trying to pass tests or whatever the case may be. But when I was going through it, it wasn't like I was glad that I learned that I was okay. going through it. It was not until I passed the test. I'm like, I'm glad that I kind of was afflicted, kind of glad, because mm-hmm. now I have this story that right. I can share with others. And that's that's intertwined all throughout the book where I went through that. But now I have a story that I can share with others. And so that's that's where those lessons came from. Mm. I think that's so important and impactful for all of us to be mindful that what we're going through has a purpose. That's it. That's it. That's so, I mean, basically that's it. I think about not just my life. You think about so many other people's life who had struggles and who had hardships and trials. And it, it wasn't just for them to have the trial. It's not just for us to have the lesson. It's so that we can come out on the other side and to help, help ourselves and to help somebody else. And going back to joy to give glory to God because When I talk about the CPA exam, I have to thank God for it. Mm -hmm. I I didn't do it on my own. It was hard. And it's so funny that that we're talking about that particular uh, part of the book. That happened back in 2012. That's been 11 years. Somebody tagged me in a post just last week about passing the CPA exam. That story is still resonating in the hearts of people. Whereas, and here's the thing, sometimes I do forget about it, but it's still going on. Mm -hmm. And I can still say it wasn't me. It was God. It was God. 
And so that's what I love about when we go through things. It's not just for us. We don't, God didn't say, well, I'm going to let her go through that. And it's going to be hard just so that she can go through something and it be hard. And, and she can have sleepless nights and crying and all those things. No, it's so that he can get the glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is so impactful. And I hope that that's encouraging to someone to know that every single test absolutely and trial is purposeful and it's not pretty when you're going through it. Let me tell you, it (laughs) is not pretty. Um, Oh my goodness. I can only imagine sitting for the CPA exam. I did not do, I'm an accountant by degree, but did not. So she knows what I'm talking about. And I did not do. Okay. 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 (laughs) Um, But it even takes a level of faith to study to sit for the or to even apply to sit for the test because so many of us have these lofty ambitions like oh I want to do this I want to go here right but they stay here right they don't actually become they don't actually come to pass out of fear or out of uh not recognizing that God has given us the strength to endure. We just keep Absolutely. pressing forward. Yes. And yes. the benefit is we have people that have pressed forward, that have succeeded, that have overcome, that are willing to share their stories and give us a glimpse of God did it for me. He can do it. That's for you right. As well. That's right. Absolutely. So you also have said that staying the course, being patient and obedient is key. So I want to ask, in a world of instant gratification, (laughs) where patience, even for the believer, can be in short supply, how can we be more patient and focused on the course and the purpose that God has given to our lives? That's a good question. I I think... When you understand that God has a plan. And oftentimes it may not always align with our timeline, but he does have a plan. Mm -hmm. So you're patient because you know, at the end of the day, there is something that's going to come and God is going to make it come to pass. I think, you know, the CPA exam, and I'll say this, it was four years. I failed and failed and failed and failed and failed and then passed and then failed. Like that was a four year journey that took patience. Um, Most things in life that are worth having are going to take patience. And so when you know that he is behind the scenes orchestrating it all, it's like, okay, I can wait. Because I know it's going to come. But it sounds easier mm-hmm. than it is when you walk through it. You know, I am um, in my late 30s and I'm just married. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot. there's so many singles. I mean, I was just single the other day. <laughs> and so, <laughs> there. I mean, that, that whole waiting season right. can sometimes be difficult. But when you know that God has not forgotten about you, that's what makes it a little bit more bearable. And then there's a scripture that says God will make it happen in his time. Mm -hmm. And if it's not time, then he's not going to make it happen. So those are the things, you know, resonating on his word, understanding his character, and then kind of just resting in where you are. 
one of the other aspects that are that is so important about joy is also to have contentment. Yeah. And sometimes we we think that there's joy on the other side of an accomplishment. We think there's joy on the other side of a ring. We think there's joy on the other side of a job. Mm. But sometimes we have to be content here and find the joy here. And so when you think about, you said obedience and, and patience, it also is about being content in the season that you are in, in the place that you're in. And then when God begins to open doors for you, it's not like you have reached the final goal or you've reached this, this big place. It's like, I was good here. And because I was good here, God has allowed me to experience good there. But oftentimes we think that good is only there, but good is here too. I remember when I got engaged last year, and I was, you know, people were asking how I feel. And I'm like, it's, it, I'm great. I'm excited. But it's a new chapter. But the whole book has been good hey. from the beginning to now. It's not just starting for me. Life has been good. Yeah. And when you have contentment here and joy here, mm-hmm. you're patient here. When that comes, it's just like, I'm just walking into it. I'm just like Donna Lawrence said, walking into your season. I'm just walking into it, but it's always been good. It's always been good. It's, I mean, it's always been good. Oh, I love that. And I, I hope that that message is resonating. Yes. That you don't have to wait for something to happen exactly. to then spark joy. That's or spark it. fulfillment. That's it. That's it. I mean, I traveled. I love to travel. I mean, I've I've written my book. I've 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 done things and that's so important. I decided and it I've had, you know, sometimes in that journey it does get difficult and I don't I don't want to overshadow mm-hmm. moments of of a little of pain and you know, God win, but then those are momentary moments. Mm-hmm. Those, those don't last long because it's like, God, you have been good here. Your goodness has been here. And so when you open that door, it's just like, that's just like my daddy, like taking care of me mm-hmm. and knowing the desires of my heart. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. That, oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For sharing, um, not only just your personal testimony, but for all of us to tap into the goodness. One, tap into the goodness of God. So that CC wine and song that's is just playing. Song. Um, you <laughs> I think that's me, our song. Our, yes. Everybody loves that. Weep and cry. Yes. Play goodness of God by yes, CC yes, wine. Yes. Um, play it after this episode is over, but after, not yes. now. Keep, look, watching. keep watching. Keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> and to tap into the goodness of now. That's it. What I think is difficult, Constance, is we are forward-minded people, mm-hmm. right? Like we are, ve- most of us are very much, all right, did this, next. Yes. Let's, let's keep moving. Let's yes. keep advancing. And when that advancement stalls, mm-hmm. according to the timeline that I have delicately and deliberately prepared, it can be difficult to say, oh, is this good? Yeah, is it good? Is, where is it? Where, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but it is challenging each of us to say there is good in every day um and for us to be mindful of that good absolutely yeah very good yes so I do want to ask, you've mentioned that you are a CPA with okay. over 20 years or nearly 20 years of corporate finance experience. Wow. Yes. <laughs> In terms of your career, okay. what are some lessons that you have had to learn in terms of your career? Wow. So... Yes, I can't believe it's been almost 20 years. That's like crazy to me. I feel like I just graduated from college, but the reality is I I haven't. It's been a while. Um, I think the first lesson that I've had to learn is, is it's okay to be you. I started off in, you mentioned CPA accounting. So I started off at the big four accounting, one of the big four accounting firms. And there's not a lot of people that's going to look like you Mm. but it's still okay to be you and that goes back to the beginning the first question you asked about joy being unashamedly you it's okay to have your own identity it's okay to do to do you and you want to do it with excellence I'm not saying you know you walk into work and and be anything and do anything you want to do it with excellence but you don't have to conform Mm. to a mold that somebody has set for you so that was one of the lessons that I immediately learned coming into corporate America and then after some time I've, I've learned how to um work with all types of people with all different types of backgrounds. I've learned to pivot and be flexible. I've learned to take seasons off from work. There was a period of time where I wasn't really in corporate America and I don't talk about that season a lot, but it was still a a season where God was covering and keeping. So even in those seasons, Mm -hmm. I've learned that God is still my source and my sustainer, one of my favorite Bible teachers is Dr. Tony Evans. Yes. And he says that your job and everything else is, is um, the, the, your resources, but God is the source. Yes. And so when you think about that, I learned that in that season with corporate America. And now I want to say I'm in a sweet season. I'm mm-hmm. so glad you asked about this because my job now makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen seen growth and advancement and promotion and and just this week hearing the things that that we're thinking about doing in the future and and how God is just like writing my story I never thought I would be excited about my job because my purpose is not accounting like that's not my passion yeah okay I get it that's not my passion that's my paycheck that's Mm -hmm. not my passion but now I can see how God is still even in the midst of that opening doors that I never thought would be open for me. And I'm loving what I'm doing. I've learned so much about trusting God, even in the midst of my career. And that has truly been a blessing. So now the pandemic has allowed me to work from home completely. That is a blessing. I am so grateful. And so even in that, to see how doors are still being open and I'm working remote, like the things that I'm experiencing, I would have never thought about. Ephesians 3.20, more than you can ask or think. Mm -hmm. I would, I could not have even, I would have never thought 
none of us really would five years ago that we would work from home even for the shorter period of time that most of us did. But even in accounting, that's really not heard of. You got to be in the office. You got to be talking to people. But God has just been so good. And so I've learned to trust him even in my career. And then, of course, learning the skills is so important. But that's with any job. Mm -hmm. Advancing yourself, wanting to do better, wanting to grow, wanting to to excel and be the bring that best version of you showing up with that best version. That's something that I constantly desire to do and learn to do every day. That is every so, day. so good is being your authentic self. Yes. But what I think is also important that you added is doing it with excellence. That's it. That's important. Because it's not just enough to be yourself. And yes, we want everybody to bring your full self to work. But be yourself in the fullness that you are the most excellent version of yourself because that also reveals how much God is able to use you in every space so whether you're serving in corporate finance whether you're serving in the classroom serving in ministry do it with excellence absolutely because that is what is required of us in the time that we have that God has given us, the gift of time. A gift of time. And we represent him. Yes. So when we go into those places of, of business and our work and our career, when we show up, we are representing him. And so we have to represent him well because he is an excellent God. Absolutely. So that's why it's so important for us to do that and to be that in those places. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Our, my pastor at uh, Willow Avenue Baptist Church says excellence is the standard, not the goal. That's right. Um, and so I try to bring that as much of my life as possible. Yes. I want to ask... Um, you spoke about your grandmother. Okay. What is the greatest lesson that she taught you about joy? Oh my goodness. My, my grandmother, um, she lived a very difficult life that we could see. She went through a lot. Um, but she held on to her faith and her trust in God. She could have, you know, when you go through things and it's going on and habitual and you almost have a right Mm -hmm. to retaliate, to, to, to speak your mind. Cause we, I mean, flesh wants to. She she never allowed her flesh mm. to overshadow her spirit and the God that was inside of her. So what she has taught me is to walk in grace. Mm. She's taught me to walk in grace and to allow God to take care of everything else around her. Oh, wow. And so when she passed... It's like she passed gracefully mm-hmm. because she had walked in the goodness and the grace of God. She, 
And I've never thought about that, of course, until now. <laughs> but that's what I, that's one thing that she taught me. I mean, many things, but that's one thing that I'm going to remember forever is how she walked in grace and her kind spirit that even though it was difficult, even though she experienced challenges and it was an uphill battle, she still did it with so much grace. And, and the things that I experienced don't even compare to what she's, she went through. Mm -hmm. And so that means that I need to have even more grace for others, mm -hmm. for my situation. Because if she did it, then I know I can't. And that's going back to like lessons I had to learn. It might not have always been easy for her to do it. Mm -hmm. But there were so many people watching. And now we have an example mm -hmm. of how to go through. She never passed the CPA exam, went to college, did those things. I don't have those type of references from her, but I have a woman of grace. And that is almost more important than some of those other things. Because now I can teach future generations about that same grace, mm -hmm. how to walk in grace. That's what she taught me. Oh, That's what she taught me. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, our grandmothers, grandparents are special. They are. They leave a mark. Um, and so we are just so grateful that God gifted them to us. Yes. For as long as we were able Absolutely. to have them. Absolutely. You mentioned kind of in passing, you kind of threw something out there and I'm going to bring it back that you are writing another book. I am writing another book. I am writing another book. What inspired the future book? Without giving too much about the future yeah. book, I'm going to, I'm going to preface it like so that. That also means y'all, she got to come back. Oh, is that what that means? That's what that means. I will be glad <laughs> to come back about the future book. So I'm not going to give too much about the future book, but, um, Life experiences mm -hmm. have um, inspired the future book. And so where I am now and kind of piggybacking on lessons I had to learn, um, it's like a, it's like a, a, a next chapter. You know, lessons I have to learn is had to learn is a book in and of itself. But this one is like the next chapter. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm okay. excited about it. Though. I can't wait. I am excited about it. I cannot wait. Yes. Literally cannot wait to hear, <laughs> to hear, to see. And because the lessons, the stories are so important. There's, yes. Because we all need that inspiration. We all need that person ahead of us. Like, oh, okay. She's, she's, oh, Okay. Okay, I can do it too. All right. Mm -hmm. That person behind us looking at us going, yeah. Yeah. all right, I can do it. The people to the side going, you got it, sis. Keep going. We all need people in our corners that are uplifting and encouraging and inspiring us to keep going. So, yes, absolutely. Whenever the book is ready, the chair is always, awesome. always available Okay, to you. I will be back. You all heard it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, in our final segment, as you are seeking the Lord for the next phase of your joy journey, as you are entering into this new season, this new assignment, um, as, as a wife that you have now um, taken on this mantle, would you dare share your hope for yourself, for your family, for your career, however you want to capture it, 
um, for the over the next five years? Okay, so over the next five years, I, I want to publish more books. That's since we just finished that little piece. I definitely want to continue to write books and to continue to inspire people through writing. I think that is um, one of the gifts God has given me. And so that's something that I definitely want to continue to do. I also want to speak and share God's word and, and just help people to know that there is a God who loves them and has a purpose and a calling for their lives. Like that is just that's what I desire to do. That's what I see myself continuing to do as I continue to grow in the word. As far as being a wife, I want to um, have that kingdom family mm. where we're honoring and serving God um, with the gifts that God has given us. Um, maybe some little feet <laughs> by year five. I don't know. So we'll see what God has in store. But I'm super excited. And, and it's just like I said earlier, it's it's been good all the way through. And I know that the goodness of God is going to continue. So I'm excited to see what he has in store for me, but I know it's going to be good. I yes. know it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we believe that for you. We yes. cannot wait to see uh, the fullness of yes. God's goodness Amen. over you and your entire family and ministry. So if someone wanted to follow you, um, to stay in touch, how can they do so? So I am in transition with this name, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but on Instagram, it's still Constance D. Darby. Um, Facebook, it's Constance Drake. But you can also search me at Constance Darby because I think it's still connected. And then my email is ConstanceDDarby at gmail.com. And my website is Constance Darby. So Constance Darby, Constance D. Darby, you will be able to find me on all platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very good. So y'all, um, please be sure to comment your favorite takeaway, the piece of guidance that you're going to sit with and talk to God about as you are patiently waiting and seeking the goodness of God in your season. Mm -hmm. Um, until we gather again every single Thursday, um, all across every platform that you can find podcasts and on YouTube, may God increase your joy, grant you strength for the journey, and give you the courage to tell your story. Bye, friends. <laughs>